There are some new changes to Australia's housing schemes that could affect everyone involved. Whether you're a first time buyer or not, this will definitely change the way that you look at property moving forward. If you're interested in what my thoughts are around the new housing schemes, how they're gonna affect you and property prices, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Just announced by the government are these big changes that I'm not really sure how to feel about. And so as we go through this video, I'm probably going to make up my mind and opinion about what I think is going to happen with this information, but I'd love to know what your thoughts are. So as you go through this video, if you have any thoughts or comments around what you think is going to happen as a result of this, definitely leave a comment down below. Now I've got this graphic here up on screen and the new changes to Australia's housing schemes are that the federal government will expand the eligibility criteria of their three housing schemes to help more Australians purchase their own property. Siblings, two friends and a parent and a child will be able to jointly apply for the three schemes from July 1st. The programs will also be available for home buyers who haven't owned a property in the last decade. Australian permanent residents will also be eligible for all three schemes. So there are a few changes. I'm gonna go through each and every one of them because that could sound quite confusing. And as we go through this, again, I'm trying to make up my mind around this. Now be sure to stay all the way through because I've seen a lot of changes come through into the Australian housing system with new grants, new housing schemes, whether you're a first home buyer or or not and I know how this plays out so I'm going to walk you through what these changes are and then I'm going to share with you what I think is going to happen. Home guarantee scheme eligibility expands to include joint friends family applications. The federal government has announced it is expanding the criteria for the home guarantee scheme in an attempt to address the housing affordability crisis. The changes will see eligibility criteria expanded for the first home guarantee, the regional first home buyer guarantee, and the family home guarantee. From July 1st this year, friends, siblings, and other family members will be able to jointly apply for the first home guarantee and regional first home guarantee. These schemes will also be available to non-first home buyers who have not owned a property in the past 10 years. For both the first home guarantee and the regional first home guarantee schemes, the federal government acts as a guarantor on up to 15% of a loan, and this enables eligible home buyers to purchase a home with as little as 5% deposit without paying lender's mortgage insurance. I'm going to save my thoughts for the end here because it gets pretty wild in the next one. Family home guarantees changes. The criteria for family home guarantee applicants will also be expanded beyond just single, natural, or adoptive parents with dependents. The changes mean the guarantee will become available to eligible borrowers who are single legal guardians of children such as aunts, uncles and grandparents. Under the family home guarantee, the federal government acts as a guarantor of up to 18% of a loan and this enables eligible home buyers to purchase a home with as little as 2% deposit without paying lenders mortgage insurance. So let's take a pause here. Now we already know these guarantees are already in place and they've been really popular where people can go out there and use 5% as a deposit or in some cases now only a 2% deposit to purchase a property. To give you some context of how big this would be, is that on a million dollar property, you would only need $20,000 to actually go and purchase the property. Now, although this is great and sounds amazing for people that really want to own their own home, I'm not sure if owning your own home is that important. Now, I know we're going through a rental crisis and there's so much uncertainty, but what people fail to understand is that there's uncertainty, yes, with renting and maybe your landlord doesn't want to keep you in next year and you've got to move to another place. That's pretty much the position I'm in where we don't know if they're going to want to keep us here or if they do keep us here, they're probably going to increase what that rent looks like. But is there not a greater level of uncertainty 
guarantee when you go out and take a 98% loan against a property that you think might go up, but it could potentially go down. And if it does, you might be forced to sell. Well, that might not really be a concern if interest rates were really low and you could afford it quite easily. On a 98% loan, that's a $980,000 loan that you've got against that property. Now, I know I'm just using one example, but think about it. Logically, if you're in a position where you've only been able to get a 2% deposit in, you might not have the adequate savings for any rate hikes that come. We've just seen the RBA increase the rates again, and that's caught a lot of people out by surprise. So what could they possibly do over the next 12 months? Now, this is coming in from the 1st of July. So we've got a couple of months before it's actually implemented, but people can still go in and purchase properties with a 2% or a 5% deposit. And that is my issue with this, is that we've got so carried away with the government saying there's a shortage of houses. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna allow more people to go into debt and purchase an asset, which they think is an asset, but could end up being the biggest liability they ever purchased. Permanent residents are also eligible. The availability of all three guarantees will be expanded to include permanent residents in addition to Australian citizens. So currently, Australian citizens are the only ones that can access this scheme. However, post 1st July, permanent residents will be in the pool as well. And what this means is that there's more demand for the increasing shortage of supply that's already available right now. This is looking like it could be a massive disaster. Now, contrary to what most people think, I'm definitely not pessimistic about the property market and I'm definitely not someone that just goes, hey, property prices are gonna go through the roof. You don't know what you're talking about. Everything's going up. I try and get a balanced argument across, but I can't help but feel like this is probably not the right way to move. We are in a position where we're really in a society now here in Australia where we're so infatuated with real estate. I mean, I run a real estate channel. I'm pretty infatuated with real estate, but I just don't think it is the right decision for most people. The amount of calls, the amount of strategy sessions, as well as emails that I deal with, where people are saying, oh, I'm gonna have no emergency fund, but I just wanna buy this house so I can live in, or I wanna buy this unit because it's really close to work and I just wanna purchase it. People will go and do everything possible to just purchase their home. But what they don't realize is what they forego. The level of stress that you have when you can't make your mortgage repayments. Over the last 12 months, we've seen rates increase so exponentially that now you're probably wondering why the hell did I take on this debt in the first place? And now if you're trying to offload it and you purchased in the last sort of 12 to 18 months, chances are the property is actually lower in value than when you purchased it. So it doesn't make for a sound investment. Now, yes, you could probably weather the storm, stick it out for the next 10, 15 years and Australian property has done quite well. We know how this works when it comes to inflation, interest rates, as well as property prices. I make so many videos on this channel. By now, if you're new to the channel, you should subscribe and go and check out the other 200 odd videos I've made. Yes, I do love talking to the camera by myself, but I'm very passionate about sharing the right message. I think most people shouldn't even buy their own home. And if you are gonna go and buy your own home, yes, there are major advantages of doing so, like certainty is a big thing, and I'd love to own my own home one day, but I'm just not in a position where I want certainty with my life being so uncertain, because I don't know where I wanna live. I don't know how many kids I'm gonna have. I also don't know what schools I wanna send them to, and there's a lot unknown to that part. Whereas because we're taught, just go and buy a house, go and buy a unit, just do something for your first property, people get caught up in the hype. And when you have grants like this coming out, you've really got to take a step back and think, okay, let's remove the emotion. What happens to any market where there's artificial stimulus or governments getting involved and they try and pump the market or they try and decrease the liquidity from it? We see that the natural market forces can't play up. And a lot of people ask me like, how do we end up in this position where we don't have enough homes being constructed? We don't have enough homes available to rent or even to buy. And now we've got migrants coming into the country. How did we get into such a shortage of housing? Well, it's simple. The Australian government hasn't really focused on building more homes. And that is why we're in this position. But we wouldn't be in this position if the natural market forces took care of itself. We've had grants come in just to go and build
build homes, renovate your homes. During the pandemic, we had so much money come into the system. And what we've created is really a joke of a market. Now, although there is so much opportunity out there, and yes, I don't make up the rules. I just play along with the rules to try and win the game. I'm not someone that sits there and complains about the game and say, well, the game's unfair, the rules are unfair, and it's gonna screw me over. I take accountability, see what I can do, and adapt to the rules so I can win the game. And if you're someone like myself, you need to get a plan in place, get the strategy on paper, and then go and execute. Having the plan there is one thing, but actually executing is a whole different thing. I've spoken to a couple of people only this week where they've told me, hey, I was ready to buy about six months ago, but I didn't pull the trigger because, hey, the media headlines kept saying prices were coming down, prices are coming down. But now we're in a position where prices have gone up and all those properties are now under offer. Now there's a bit of FOMO buying in some of these suburbs. So what I'm trying to say is that whenever things like this happen, where there's artificial stimulus coming in, unfortunately, that means prices will go up. We're in a position now where interest rates are so high that the affordability crisis is only getting worse. So despite prices coming down or up, we're in a position where every single year affordability gets worse and worse. And now with inflation being so high, people that are earning an income like yourself, you might be just falling behind where you probably got an increase of five to 6% on your actual income, but inflation's red hot at like seven or 8%. So this truly could lead to the death of the middle class. I can make a video around the death of the middle class. If you are interested in that, write down in the comments down below middle class, and I'll definitely make that video on this channel. I hope you've enjoyed this video. Let me know what you think is going to happen as a result of these grants, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.